Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, hello everyone. This is Suzanne Knabnikol from Police Science Doctor with your weekly dose of police science snippets. So these are bits of information that I have extracted from published academic research that hopefully gives some kind of practical application, something tangible to you practitioners from all over the world. Uh, there are three different ones every week. Obviously, I can't promise that all of them will be relevant to your particular role, but you can access all the previous snippets as PDFs, 165 of them now, each containing three snippets in the on the read page of the police science doctor website all you have to do is just join the email list which is free and which you can leave anytime and you'll get the password to access the read page just google police science and you'll find everything there in enter your email and details into the form that pops up or if it doesn't pop at you just go to the bottom of each page on the police science doctor um, website. So the first snippet of this week was sent to me by the very lovely Professor Ray Bull, very massive personality in the in the field of um, interviewing, specifically suspect interviewing, but all kind of um, investigative interviewing. He was involved in this research. Um, Non-stranger rape cases are often not prosecuted because of the poor quality of the accounts obtained from complainants. Research suggests, however, that such high attrition rates are likely to improve when the quality of these accounts is increased by skilled interviewing. The newly developed Non-Stranger Rapist-Oriented Interview, NSROI, is specifically designed to promote complainants' disclosure of evidentially relevant information in the form of a clear chronological and concise narrative, i.e. a high-quality account. So um, these authors are suggesting that if you use this this new framework that they're proposing, you can improve the quality of the interview you get from a victim who has been raped by somebody that she's familiar with. And we know that this is the large majority of rapes. So um, very, very important. And thanks very much for sending that in. The second snippet for this week is about post-release home location. So where do ex-offenders go once they've been released from prison? It was found that offenders who live in the same area after their prison term as they lived in before are more likely to get rearrested than those who move away. A lack of employment increases that risk. It makes sense if you're um, if you're committing crime because of your life circumstances and everything that's going on around you, then you're released back into the same circumstances without any support or help. Um, it's not a big surprise that you're falling into the old ways. The third snippet for this week is about adolescent aggression. A meta-analysis, so that's um, somebody has gone through all the research published on a specific field, selects only the research that is of high enough methodological quantity, uh, quality, and then looks at the findings from that whole field. So a meta-analysis is something that gives you an overview of a specific topic, not individual studies, but it to pulls those studies together and um, so if you want to learn about a specific topic, if you find a meta-analysis um, about, about it, that would be fantastic because that, that conglomerates and combines all the best research that has been done on that particular topic. 
So a meta-analysis has been done on interventions to tackle levels of adolescent aggression. The results indicate a significant positive effect of community-based interventions on aggression reduction in adolescents. So that's something to look out for. Again, the links to the research are in the email that is sent to everyone who's on the police science doctor email list. If you can't access the full article, unfortunately, that is beyond my control. Not all of them are open access articles. It depends on whether your institution has a subscription to that particular publisher or not. But I hope there's something in there for you. And even if you can't access the whole article, um, the abstract should give you the main outcomes of the study and what exactly was done. So hopefully at least you get some information from there and you might be able to then just track down the authors and get them to send you the full article if you're interested in it. That's it for this week. I'll see you again next week. And until then, I'll bid you adieu. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address, and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. Thank you.